Alright, hello, welcome to You Should Listen to This, a uh, music podcast, sort of. Music um, in quotations podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just heard the product of our very, very hard work, <laughs> which was deeply inspired by the fact that I've listened to nothing but, like, Cold Cave for the past, like, week. Uh, that took us about, what, like, 30 minutes? 30 to, minutes to 30 make 30 minutes that. to make. A and, lot of uh, work. A lot of work. Um, 30 minutes, but, like, there was a lot of sweat and cardio put into that. Yeah, Brian, you know, mixed <laughs> it. <laughs> flew down in his fucking polka dot helicopter. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, he mixed and mastered. We got uh, Butch Vig to uh, stand <laughs> in the corner Vig. and tell us what we're doing wrong. It's uh, <laughs> like, you need to layer more guitars on top of that. Yeah. Said, you know what, Butch? Get the fuck out of here. We yeah. don't need instruments. Kurt would have done it better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's gotta be so weird for that guy, like, working with fucking Kurt Cobain and then going to, like... Having to just yeah. work with Dave Grohl. Yeah. <laughs> What did what did Butchvig do after that shit? Like, That's the thing. Like, I don't even. I like. I don't know. <laughs> I would assume he worked with Dave Grohl. Like the only knowledge of Butchvig that I have is like, fucking the Nirvana documentaries that I've watched a million times, where he's like staying in the studio. He's like, well, actually, for this song, uh, Kurt just sat in the corner, like on a couch, and just played acoustic guitar, and I just yeah. snuck a mic up to him yeah, and started yeah. recording. He's like, he's laying, he's laying on his back, and he yeah, was kind of whispering into the microphone. Yeah, this was something in the way of fucking <laughs> yeah. recording. I'm gonna fucking Google what Butch Vig did after Nirvana. I can almost guarantee you he just works for Dave Grohl. Like, he probably yeah. just sleeps in he's the in, studio. He's in Dave Grohl's house. Yeah. He, like, they have, like, the fucking garage, like, outhouse. Like, he has an apartment in the garage. He, he fucking, like, he lives, yeah, he lives out in the garage, but he comes in to eat. Yeah. He, like, he's wearing, like, his fucking robe and his tidy whities and he comes in. Dave Grohl's family is, like, eating fucking Raisin Bran and shit. They got it out on the counter, and fucking Butch Vig saunders in and his stained tidy whities grabs a, like, cup of coffee and pours the fucking thing. Yeah. He's like, hey, Dave, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, do you think you can lay on the couch and whisper into the mic so I can sneak a mic up, up to yeah, you? Like they, the old days? They have, like, and wear uh, this wig? Because, uh, fucking Dave Grohl is, like, rich as shit. They probably have, like, a separate, like, eating area for their pets, and they put bitch over them. <laughs> I said bitch, not butch. Bitch. Fuck. And put bitch big over with the fucking pets. I just got this weird mental image of, of butch being, like, a fucking, like, Kramer to Dave Grohl. Yeah. Like, they're just sitting around, and all of a sudden he just, like, comes in, like, slides in through the door. I don't know. <laughs> he has a fucking like, little... Dave! <laughs> Dave, listen. Dave, listen. Okay, what has he done we recently? We need to get the new Pro Tools. Oh, he does Foo Fighters. <laughs> he did uh, the first Never Shout Never record. Are you fucking serious? So this man went from, like, working with Kurt Cobain to working with... The, what the fuck is that guy's name? The Never Shout Never guy? Uh, Christopher Drew. I, I can't remember his name because he's so irrelevant in my they mind. They just broke up. A lot of a lot of girls that have stunted emotional growth were uh, sad I'm about Hitting the stunted emotional growth. Yeah, I'm jokes. gonna have to use it every single. How far? In, Forty sec. Four minutes into the podcast, we're already hitting the stunted emotional yeah. growth jokes again. Um, let's see. In the 2000s, he did AFI's "Sing the Sorrow," which is a fantastic record. That's all right. Uh, he did the later did I, Jimmy Eat World. Did records. I tell you that my fucking ex girlfriend had a AFI poster in her room? And when I started dating her, I went to her room and like was like we were like laying on her bed or whatever. I look, I was looking at the wall. I was like. I didn't know who AFI was at the time. Yeah. I was like, what the, who's that? And she's like, oh, I don't even know. I just, I got it out of like a magazine or something. And I was like, okay, why the fuck hang it on your Was wall? that at least a cool poster? No, it was like the most boy band poster I've oh, it would have been, seen in my life. Oh, it would have been like 2005, 2007 something era Something like, AFI. I think 2007. Did probably. he have fucking blue eyeshadow on? Yeah. Oh, of course he did. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty goofy. Let's see, what else did he do? Yeah, he did the Foo Fighters stuff. He did... 21st Century Breakdown, the the greatest Green Day record. Oh, yeah. Um, I that's, also don't, the, that's like their masterwork I, right there. I don't have a problem with that one, honestly. <laughs> like, out of all the shitty Green Day records that exist, so most of them, I think that's one of the better bad ones. Uno, Dos, and Trace are... It's Sgt. Pepper's. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, Sgt. Pepper's. Like, put all those albums together and it's just the White Album. Yeah. Yeah. It, it inspired... Uh, uh, Mar- Marilyn Manson? What the Mar- fuck? Mason Crosby? What the fuck? Why can't I think of this dude's Mason fucking Crosby name? is the kicker for the Packers. Or was. <laughs> Who are you Mason trying to think Crosby? of? What the fuck is his name? 
The fucking Helter Skelter guy. Helter Skelter. What? Oh, uh, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck was that so hard? I don't know. Look, I don't yeah, know what Mar- it is. But once, Charles Marilyn Manson. Once we turn the fucking podcast mic on, I just can't. My brain does not want to yeah, remember names. Turns into fucking mush, and you think that the former Green Bay Packers kicker. He is the Green Bay Mer- Packers kicker. He still is. Yeah. What? Yeah. How fucking old is the dude? The dude. Know. That's another Google search right there, because I th- I thought he'd be in a fucking home by now. Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby. You're still kicking for him. Yeah, six foot one, two hundred seven pounds. A, What's it, that's not an age. That's a that's a, <laughs> that's a nice uh, sized man. He's only thirty four. Wow. Yeah. All right. Say, he's not, he can't be that old. He looks old. I just only uh, the only reason I know Mason Crosby is from like the Madden games I played when I was super young, and also there was a series of YouTube videos. They're not just YouTube videos. There was a series of videos made that was like for the NFL fantasy draft, like the pick me videos where they did like super like ridiculous stunts. Like, I remember, like, a tight end, like, punched through a wall of drywall to catch a football or some Holy shit. Holy shit. They were, they were fucking cool. I used to watch those all the time when I was a dumb jock kid. Are you sure that's not the Kool-Aid man? I think it was Chris Cooley, which makes it even <laughs> fucking more of a coincidence. Oh. Uh, so musical. Yeah, so musical. Um, as you could tell by the intro to this podcast, um, I love post-punk. The segue. Darby the loves half. post-punk. We haven't introduced ourselves yet, so this is uh, if this is your first episode. Um, I'm Jackson. Uh, My name is Darby. Yeah, that's Darby. Uh, I started calling myself Larson when I order food because it's easier. Yeah, um, people have a tendency to not fucking know what his name is, even though he says it clear as fucking day. So uh, this is my uh, co-host Larson, uh, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about some music, maybe. It, based on what we've been doing currently, uh, it's probably gonna be fucking <laughs> a little. It's gonna be a little fucking weird. Uh, we have a beautiful setup right now, which is we have. Uh, I we feel have, like we need to just take a picture of the setup. While we're yeah, we'll take it. a picture and post it somewhere. But um, we'll post it on our brand new Twitter account. Oh yeah, at we should probably YSLTT Pod on Twitter. That's YSL. TT Pod on Twitter. There we go. You got some. Uh, we're also an ASMR podcast, well, as you can tell are. by that that little section. As of like ten seconds ago. Yeah, as as of ten seconds ago, we are a ASMR comedy music podcast, comedy without the humor. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, um, that's not funny. <laughs> all right, we have a beautiful setup which we will be posting a photo of. Um, we currently have two laptops set up on a coffee table. Uh, we have the laptop that we're recording on, and then we have my laptop, which is currently trying to install, like, Mac OS Sierra, which I think is, like, a two-year-old operating system. Uh, I just really want to have GarageBand, but my computer's too fucking old, so I can't download <laughs> GarageBand, so I can't, uh, I can't make minute-and-a-half-long songs that I immediately put into the recycling bin. Um, <laughs> you're gonna install this new operating system and your computer is just not gonna fucking I'm, work i'm kind of worried that i'm gonna like lose everything again i hope you uh have what is it called the time time machine i should have time machine back up for like a week ago so oh. it'd be more than enough there you go uh we also have a beautiful uh himalayan salt lamp lighting up the entire picture. room it's a good lamp yeah, it is a good lamp. It kind of feels like we're sitting in front of like a fire or something. Yeah, we've, we're sitting in, fu- in front of a fire. Our uh, chakras are currently aligned. They are. Uh, I'm glad that the salt lamp is here to keep us like on the keep us on the steady. Um, you gotta make sure there's no infighting. No. We're uh, oxidizing I'm the apartment oxidizing. as we speak. My probiotics are so good right now. Probiotics are so good. And my electrolytes are. My on the my pH levels are uh they're uh steady. Um, my um, intake of grass-fed beef is way up it's way up way up stocks are up you uh put in the salt lamp and just you're just like man i need to buy some grass-fed beef <laughs> that's, need... that's why we went to taco john's earlier and got that good grass-fed beef it's more like there's it is grass in place of beef yeah it's grass beef. tacos grass beef i'll take that I'll it's take just some grass missing beef. one word it still counts yeah it, it's grass good. beef grass beef it's just not fed it's yeah <laughs> man i derailed everything that was yeah. happening uh things are happening <laughs> i'm what the fuck i'm currently 
very sad. Why is uh, that, Jackson? Wow, thanks for the <laughs> thanks for the response. Uh, Detroit Straight Edge USA Hardcore Band Freedom broke up last night. Freedom. Freedom. Uh, fucking one of my favorite hardcore bands of like the current age. Uh, I saw them once at Sound and Fury 2018, and it was fucking fantastic. I was kind of like worried with that band because they're like one of the bigger bands in the hardcore scene right now but i they've never really played like extensively anywhere else like i know they've done like tours and stuff like that but i've i've always felt like they were a very regional midwest band and i was kind of worried that they were gonna like have a very lukewarm reaction but in reality people went fucking crazy and it was fantastic and uh that was a really good setup at the fest because i believe they played directly before or directly after negative approach which is another detroit hardcore band so there was just a fucking block of fantastic midwest hardcore bands uh but they broke up last night uh wasn't really widely known that that was their last show i don't know for sure if like it was even announced beforehand that it was their last show it wasn't on the flyer that i saw yeah normally they do like the well show over this is your last fucking chance (laughs) (laughs) put the mosh calls on the flyers uh yeah i just found out like an hour after the show i just saw an influx of tweets about uh rest in peace freedom and uh that that kind of upset me because i was really hoping to see them again and all their records are fucking fantastic uh took me a minute to get into them but they're really good played uh on the show was if i'm remembering properly uh never end a game which is another detroit hardcore band opened that show uh, they're heavy as fuck and just really good. I think they share members with Freedom, so maybe that's just their uh, their new boo, their new honey. Their new boo. Their new boo is uh, Never End a Game, which uh, they have a record coming out on Triple B Records next year, which I'm excited for. Already probably going to be in my top ten for 2019. And also this band from Chicago called Vortex played, and they were really fucking good. That's a cool fucking name. They're, you'd probably really like them. Uh, I want to look up, because I know, I'm pretty sure there was another band on that fucking lineup, but I have no idea what it was. And I feel bad for misremembering, so we might have to stall for a second. We need to like, research so I need to, these things before we go into the podcast. I don't research anything. I just go back in my fucking brain. Um, fuck, I'm going to have to go on Twitter real quick. Um... Uh, yeah, good hardcore bands. Uh, the fact that they broke up so suddenly kind of put it in my head and made me think about like the phenomenon of hardcore bands breaking up and how there's quite a few bands, and not just in hardcore, but in punk and just alternative music in general, where sometimes you have to break up. Not because of like infighting or whatever bullshit, not because of uh, fucking you turn to the Beatles, uh <laughs> but like sometimes with especially with like hardcore where it's always changing and everything's like always moving to new influences and new vibes and what people give a shit about there's plenty of bands that have overstayed their welcome or changed something up and it didn't hit but just kept rolling with it um and then there's a lot of bands that broke up too soon uh most bands did like they do the demo put out a seven inch and break up and then they're forgotten about in a couple years and there's a lot of bands that do the breakup reunion no one gives a shit and then they keep playing shows regularly and it kind of becomes less special each time um do we have any like insight as to like why bands break up really like mostly keep that private in the for the most part like you can always hear go off of like hearsay and shit like that but for the most part it's always just like the trend with hardcore bands especially midwest bands it's like yeah our guitarist moved to the east coast or something (laughs) like that it's like yeah our uh one of our members moved away and we didn't feel like keeping up as a band it's never really any like bullshit it's always just like yeah someone moved away or like oh he got a big boy job or like oh he was in college full time now that's kind of interesting and like with you like when you start talking about hardcore music i remember one night when we first started hanging out like it was like what is it the six degrees of fucking kevin bacon but like you were like (laughs) oh yeah this guy from this band went into this like broke up with this band but then he went to this other band on this 
on the coast, and then now he plays in this band. He left that band. <laughs> yeah, it was, was like I you was, can tie together like six. I was probably bands. talking about uh, Trapped Under Ice because their drummer is the vocalist of Turnstile, and the drummer of Turnstile is also in the band Angel Dust, who in turn is also in the band Praise and Diamond Youth. And it's just all like Baltimore, just all share members, and it's all the bands are good. So. I mean, more power to them. It's just, uh, it's a web. It's a six degrees of Baltimore hardcore. <laughs> uh, I still did look up the flyer for the Freedom Show. I opened up Twitter and it's got like distracted. It's like a fucking, like, it's got an orange, it's like an orange flyer, and then it has, like, a dude in a Detroit hat. And <laughs> you remember like, it better than a, I do. He's holding a gun, he's wearing a hoodie, and then it just says, like, Freedom at the top. It doesn't say anything you about fucking... being the last show. Yeah, I think you're, I hope you're remembering the flyer right, not that it fucking matters. Uh, I think that's I think it. I have an Instagram post. I have a fuck. It's on Reddit. It's on Reddit. I'm not gonna sit here and research. I gotta keep talking so we don't need dead air. Where do you get it on Reddit? It was on the hardcore subreddit. Yeah. Oh. You fucking. Oh. You fucking do do a. Search. I got it. I got it. That's got how it. I fucking knew about it when you texted. You like, one of my favorite bands breaking up, and I was yeah. like, is it that Detroit one? Yeah. <laughs> oh well. But yeah, bands break up. It's. Uh... Is freedom breaking up? Is freedom breaking up? Question mark. Two question Is it marks. clickbait? Is it clickbait? Is it uh, bullshit? But yeah, there's the bands that break up and do the reunion thing, and obviously, like the reunion is like super special when they do it. But it's a matter of how that band composes themselves after they do the reunion, which like really changes whether it matters or not over time to a lot of people. Um, the main band that comes to my mind with that is uh, '90s straight edge band Judge. Um, they broke up, did a reunion. Oh, yeah, Millspec was on the show. Millspec is uh, fantastic. I also saw them at Sound and Fury. Um, they're one of the newer bands. I think they just have an EP out right now, and like an EP and a demo. Uh, definitely check that out if you like hardcore. That's the best way to put it. But no, Judge, they broke up, did a reunion like a handful of years back, and it was fucking like amazing. And then they kept kind of doing shows on a semi-regular basis, and it slowly lost its luster. I think that was my laptop making a weird boot noise. Uh, I don't know if that picked up, but my, uh... Oh, it picked up. My, uh, laptop did a fucking (laughs) NES game over noise. Uh, but yeah, just over time, it slowly lost its luster. And now, like, they played a few Midwest shows, and I'm not sure how well those shows went over, but I remember not hearing anyone talk about them. And that's I, not like, a good sign i like found out about the shows like day of and i was like what the fuck judge is playing in chicago because i would have gone because i was like i want to see judge mm-hmm. but I, I never saw any press about that which kind of plays into the whole like when bands break up and you never hear anything about it um a couple weeks ago two like punk bands that i really really like from the midwest broke up and i found out about the show day of and they had like announced it beforehand that they were like breaking up like this is the last show and I, like, found out about Day Of, and I really, really wanted to drive to Springfield, Illinois to go to it, uh, but I couldn't justify that with, like, the amount of money that I have, uh, but that was the band's Pris and Livin' Thing, which I saw both of them once. I saw Livin' Thing in, uh, I saw them in, Chi- I almost said Chicago, they're from that area. I saw them in Iowa City, mm-hmm. and that was really fucking cool. I saw them back in January. And they've, like, very quickly became one of my favorite bands of that style. Um, I think, like, three of their members were wearing, like, matching blue Adidas tracksuits. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Adidas or not, but they were blue tracksuits, and it was really fucking fantastic. No, the weird thing is it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. They just showed up at the show, and they were like, oh, fuck, we'll have God to change. Um, you got the same Adidas tracksuit? It kind of looked like the tracksuits that fucking Target sells now. Oh, the fucking with the white stripe. Though. Yeah, like, like the white. Yeah. You gotta get a medallion if you're gonna wear that. Yeah, you gotta you get gotta a medallion. Have have to, <laughs> you gotta look like every dude that goes to my gym and gives unsolicited advice to the college girls working <laughs> out, because that's a thing. No, no, you gotta really bend over for that. <laughs> yeah, the there's a get down. <laughs> fuck, there's a there's a group of like. Uh, there's just a group of, like, middle-aged dudes that always, like, they always have, like, a beer gut, and they, like, walk around with, like, a lifting bell on, even though they're not doing any lifting, and they always have, like, fucking weightlifting gloves on, and all they do is, like, walk around, they'll, like, grab a dumbbell, do a couple reps, look in the mirror, do a circle again, like, go up to, like, a college girl doing squats or some shit, and just be like, listen, listen, 
you you have to go go deeper with it like they'll give like very vague advice that obviously they have like no expertise in giving just to like have an excuse to make this woman very uncomfortable but yeah that's, i don't think that's what they're trying to do they're trying well they're, i think they're trying to not make them uncomfortable well that's what they're, they're trying doing. they're trying to they're trying to that's not what they're trying to do but that's what they're doing they're trying to get a better they're trying angle. to do something uh creepy they're, tr- they're trying to add kurt angle to the mix they're <laughs> trying to add kurt angle to the mix <laughs> uh the fucking uh best wrestler of all time kurt angle yeah next to chris benoit yeah best wrestler of all time <laughs> yeah anyway. where t- how the fuck did we get <laughs> <don't> there <laughs> i'm trying to trace back oh tracksuits yeah bands break up it's sad they do a lot of a lot of my favorite bands have broken up unless over the years. you're the rolling stones yeah, fucking break up. <laughs> are, are they broken up? Do they still play shows? I think they still play shows. Or maybe they God maybe wait, maybe what they the broke f- up like a year ago. Maybe they had their last yeah. tour like a year or two ago. I don't know. I'm talking on my ass. Okay, if you are a band, I'm not even gonna look it up. Yeah, don't fuck fuck Rolling Stones. Don't give them a Google search. Don't give them a hit on Google. <laughs> uh, Paint It Black is kind of a good song. Yeah, that's, that's the true. only. I don't. I don't think I could name a single other Rolling Stones song. Oh, they're a good cover band. <laughs> Is uh, Gimme Shelter a Rolling Stones song? I don't know. I don't know shit about the Rolling Stones. I don't know shit about the Rolling Stones either. Like my... I was raised in an anti-Rolling Stones household. I'm glad you were, because uh, I wasn't, but I like wasn't raised in a pro-Rolling Stones like environment. It was more just like, yeah, Rolling Stones are a band. I like how we're talking about the Rolling Stones, and neither of us know jack shit about the Rolling well, Stones. We could go into deeper about bands that we don't know anything about. We could make up stuff about the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Um, Mick Jagger, Living Corpse. Uh, he owns the world's largest collection of scarves. Ah. Yeah, he uh, he beat out Lenny Kravitz. Holy shit. Yeah, it's kind of been like a head-to-head Holy like battle between shit. them. And uh, I think Mick Jagger wants to win because he's racist. And I'm going scarf. out on a limb and saying this right now, Mick Jagger is racist. <laughs> With the scarves? You're yeah. going out on a limb? <laughs> yeah, I'm going out on a limb and this saying... This is, we could get sued for this. We're, I'm going out on a limb and saying the dude that was around in the 60s and 70s is racist. Mick Jagger? We do not think that Mick Jagger is racist. <laughs> I feel like it's an assumption Disclosure. I can Disclosure? Uh, see, what other... Like, my music knowledge really drops off after about, like, 1980... Before that, I don't know shit. I've recently been getting into Krautrock a lot, and that's kind of been my knowledge, but that's, like, stuff that I listen to between the hours of, like, 3 and 5 a.m. when I'm, like, barely awake, and I just have, like, fucking goofy-ass, like, not in there tonight drums, but, like, psychedelic-ass fucking 13-minute-long songs from German bands with Japanese vocalists, because that's most of Krautrock, apparently. Uh, I've been really into that recently, which is very, like outside of my normal uh spectrum it's good to get out get out of yes, your normal because i like i kind of don't like psychedelic in any real capacity mm. i like was i grew up like listening to the doors a little bit because i like my Ooh. dad had a door cd they got some good organ they got some good organ fucking uh ray manzarek ray marzipan uh he was a, he was a good <laughs> he was a good uh, organ player uh he was good jim morrison was really good at mumbling he was uh, really good at that he was the world's first mumble rapper he was the first guy to mention the desert in a song yeah he invented the desert yeah fun fact you know that band america fuck you yeah fuck you, you and your stupid horse you fucking ripped no off name. the doors you ripped off the doors you weren't you smart enough to fucking the, name your horse <laughs> you ripped off the doors of perception yeah you ripped off the doors of Is perception with the do- what? Because like the whole wasn't the whole thing with like, Jim Morrison was just a fucking like stoner alcoholic guy. Yeah. And he named they were called the Doors because of something about the Doors of Perception. He probably read some dumb occult shit and was like, I yeah. Uh, he like was in the desert and a fucking fox told him about the Doors of Perception and then he woke up in a mini golf course. Wasn't that Wayne Campbell? No, that, that was. He met in the I was. Desert? I was trying to just refer to the Simpsons episode where he eats those fucking oh. super hot chilies and ends up in the desert and wakes <laughs> up in a golf course <laughs> in a fucking sand trap. That's one of my favorite episodes. I think that's like season six or something. Huh. Uh, great episode. Watch the Simpsons. Um, seasons one through nine are perfect. Everything after that, you don't need to watch. I would argue seasons one through three are perfect, and then you can just stop. 
And I'm, six through eight is my favorite seasons, but one through three are fantastic as well. It's it's all enjoyable pre season ten. I have like through eleven on DVD, but I ten and eleven kind of just sit in the corner and I shame them every once in a while for not being that good. Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons that Smashing Pumpkins made an appearance on? Yeah, fucking hell yeah! That's the episode where uh, Homer is like a sideshow because he gets like cannonball shot into his stomach yeah. and can live. <laughs> yeah, that's one. That's a really good episode. There were some good like cameo episodes. Like there's. Yeah. There's the episode where Bart emancipates himself and goes goes and live in like that fucking warehouse with Tony Hawk, and that's the episode that Blink One Two is on. Fuck, they did two like what year? This had to have been like this was like ninety nine, so okay. it would have been like season ten okay. or so. It was when like the animation style changed and it looked a bit too new. Oh, it was a, it was like one of the first seasons of that. I think it was ninety nine or ninety eight, and uh, it was like weird timing. It was around then because uh, of the like Blink One Eight Two cameo, they did like an artist rendering of the old drummer when Travis Barker was in the band already like but on the episode of Simpsons the drummer was the old drummer right and uh people on people who had Zanga pages and GeoCities pages were really upset about that <laughs> what a fucking thing to get mad about I mean, like it's a correction Travis Barker is in the band right now I mean, it is literally like the this comic is a book, bad Simpsons rendering the fucking comic book guy in the yeah. Simpsons the, the guy who talks like Ooh, this yeah worst actually... worst Simpsons cameo ever is uh, Scott Rayner in that one episode of uh, the Simpsons with the, the Tony Hawk the Tony Hawk guy <laughs> that's a good show that's a good show that's probably my favorite show of all time I, I'd go on a limb. I'd go out on a limb and say that Mick Jagger is racist and that The Simpsons is my favorite TV show of all time. We're doing a lot today. We're doing a lot that doesn't have anything to do with what we set out to talk about today. Oh yeah, bands breaking up. Bands breaking up. We talked about post punk. Yeah, we talked about it for a minute. Um, what is like the worst band breakup ever? I just wanted. Did someone kill worst... a guy or something? Or like did someone, I don't know. Like, someone fucking. Well, you could suicide talk about mayhem. <laughs> mayhem? Oh, that is just a mess. Yeah, that was literally a mess, as you can see on fucking the cover of Dawn of the Blackhearts. It's, it's fucking head <laughs> bursted open. He Kurt cobain and Oh, maybe this is insensitive. I don't know. I think that's fine. He Kurt cobain himself. Yeah. Rest in peace. Too, too soon, I guess. Yeah, rest in peace to him. Um, rest in peace to a lot of black metal people because a lot of them died <laughs> or was were killed like uh Euronymous from mayhem Euronymous. you're 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 anonymous was I that the one that, that like Varg. supposedly killed a dude in the woods that was Varg was killed Euronymous. killed Euronymous. okay but then yeah. didn't Euronymous kill someone too <laughs> i think he was like threatening to take Varg into the woods and like fucking I'll cover him in black paint and yeah, some he, shit. Because Varg did that one video where he's like, I'm going to talk about you on this. Yeah. And he fucking drives out to the middle yeah. of the woods. He's like, no, that's even... when he's talking about Fenris. Oh. When he's just like, I need to be in an environment more like Fenris. And he drives in the woods and there's like a montage of him driving to the woods for like three minutes. <laughs> Which, if you haven't looked up Varg of Burzum fame, if you haven't looked up his YouTube channel, absolutely do it because it's fucking fantastic because it's like vaguely low budget but surprisingly well done like I ms really... paint <laughs> ms paint fucking like windows movie maker level like eight minute long videos of him just talking and like playing guitar and shit and it's entertaining as fuck um even if you don't give a shit about like black metal or anything like that it's just like fascinating because he's just such a weird fucking person he's a fucking dickhead he's a fucking dickhead but he's it's super fascinating and you probably shouldn't be talking shit about a dude who spent many years in prison for murdering someone. Like Norwegian prison or Scandinavian prison. Yeah, nice, prison. nice fucking rent control apartment the prison. curtains in that fucking prison? He had a window. Yeah. You could see out the window. Varg's prison cell is essentially like a rent controlled apartment in like Trenton, New Jersey. Which isn't saying much, but seeing that's a prison? It was pretty nice stuff. He had like nice, like they were like an off-white and like yellow curtains. It, the prison cell was like painted like a baby blue. Which probably didn't make him too happy because oh, that doesn't not. seem like his aesthetic. But man, dude, dude made some good music. Yeah, Borzum we'll had, had some bops. Some bops. <laughs> some bops. Some black metal bops. I like that video of him like sitting like at an office desk. He's all like the fucking Dell from like two thousand two. Yeah. Did he get free with the Ford Focus from Ford. 
Yeah, and he's, <laughs> and he's and playing... This is the one where he's playing the riffs, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. but Otto's his riffs from Rootsons this way. Yeah. yeah, but he's like, he doesn't have his guitar plugged in, so you can barely hear <laughs> yeah. him, and he's just doing, like, tremolo picking, like, super high. Sounds and, great. And, like, the mic is, like, ten feet away from him, so you can't hear shit. And it's, like, a three-minute-long video, and, like, the video's titled, like, the riffs from, like, the first Burzum record or whatever. It, but it's like just a minute and a half for some shit of just him just like very squeakily playing guitar and it's fucking fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Varg uh, did a lot of uh, great stuff. Very entertaining man. Very entertaining. Very entertaining man. Um, other bands that broke up like badly, I can't really think of any. There are bands that like broke up and had like weird controversy surrounding them. There's plenty of bands that just like broke up other over like creative differences the smiths that was mostly because morrissey is a fucking fuck though yeah 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 i think that had everything to do with that and i don't think it's a secret yeah i don't think that's a secret at all i feel like johnny morris song title i don't think that's a secret yeah, I don't think that's a secret at all. I don't yeah. think that's a secret at all. What was that one thing that you said to me a oh, while back where... At work? The fucking, uh... I, <laughs> I'd love to get this done, but I haven't had a chance. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, occasionally we'll, like, be saying something, and in conversation we'll pick it up that's, like, very... It's worded very similar to a Smith song title, and it just pops out at me immediately. Because <laughs> if it sounds, like, vaguely pretentious... But, like, not necessarily pretentious, but the way that's worded and the cadence of it. Yeah. It just really fucking sticks out to me, and it's always funny. Um, I might have to do do some digging on if any bands have broken up over, like, murder. I, I'm sure there's... I mean, Azalea Dying broke up because that dude went to prison for trying to murder his wife. Yeah. Uh, but that was just because he hired a hitman. He didn't actually try to murder his wife. He hired a hitman who was actually a cop to murder his wife. Because he's a big ol' uh, Christian uh, Was idiot. Is this Fargo? It's not Fargo. It's uh, fucking San Diego, California, I'm pretty oh. sure. The, the home of... Timothy Lambesis. He, he was a talented vocalist. I used to like As LA Dying when I was 12. Can't say I've listened to them since then. Hmm. Um, made what about a... the... Wait, no, that band didn't break up. What band? The, the Suicide Silence? Something no, like that? that dude just died. That uh, dude died. just died drunk driving his motorcycle yeah drunk drunk riding uh rest in peace to mitch lucker it's been six years um still drunk don't yeah don't do that um i mean (laughs) you only live once so just go fucking nuts and he he took those words to heart (laughs) i definitely feel like when you say you only live once maybe you shouldn't do something stupid then yeah because that just opened the door to all the fucking jokes yeah, that was a sad day in my uh, freshman year of high school life. I remember listening to a few Suicide Silence songs and uh, being like, man, alright. <laughs> and then I didn't care after that. And now they have, I think it's the dude from All Shall Parish, but I'm probably wrong. Uh, they have another dude on vocals and they're terrible. They like kind of went tried to go like a radio rock thing. That's never good. Yeah, there's, like, clean singing and shit. Like, they kind of did the... What all scene bands do. Where they just literally like, Yo, fucking people don't... People with swoopy hair don't exist anymore. We need to, like... We need money! We need crew cuts and we need money. <laughs> uh, you like, uh, Of Mice and Men? Of Mice and Men. That band is still a thing. Um, they should have broken up. Yeah, after the second album. Should have yeah. broken up. Or put out a better album than the second Austin one. Carlisle... Don't know if he's still in the hospital or some shit, but uh, he has he health making, problems. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he released like a Christian country. That's fucking the dude from Asking Alexandria, isn't it? Didn't he fucking yeah. want to go on the country route? Wanny Doorsnob. Wanny Doorsnob. <laughs> Randy Doorsnob. Randy Doorsnob. Randy Doorsnob. <laughs> yeah, that's my country fucking artist name is uh. Randy Doorsnob. Well, uh, expect a EP in 2019 for Randy Doorsnob and the Ramblers. Featuring um, Austin Carlisle. Featuring Austin Carlisle. See, he sounds like a country singer. Yeah, it's just like how the rapper Travis Scott, like, just based <laughs> on name alone, sounds like a country singer. That fucking Photoshop is great. Yeah, I made a Photoshop a while back where I just uh, took the Astroworld um, cover and, like, put, like, a lifted truck in the fucking Walmart yodeling kit and, like, a can of skull onto it. And I photoshopped a giant cowboy hat onto the top of fucking Travis Scott's, like, fucking head. Um... 
I was really proud of myself for the 15 minutes that it took to make that. We really need to make a fucking link dump. Yeah, because we'll probably we just post shit on... Shit. We'll post shit on the Twitter account at YSLTTPod at, uh, at Twitter.com like it's an email address <laughs> on Twitter.com. At Hotmail.com. At Hotmail.com. I, I always used to use Hotmail for, like, making, like, burner email accounts. Mm. Like, I would use Gmail or Yahoo for everything else, but I'd be like... I'm going to use this email once. I'm going to use a Hotmail account. Or it's like, oh, I want to get a free subscription to this porn site. I'm going to use a Hotmail account. Does Hotmail, you signed up? Absolutely. Oh, my God. I was extravagant as a fucking 16-year-old. <laughs> That's ballsy. I'm, yeah, it's the way I live. exclusive offers. Yeah, exclusive offers, which were uh, censored emails that you still had to pay for if you wanted any content. So, uh, yeah, don't don't believe in the free subscriptions. If it's free, it probably is too good to be true. If it's too good to be true, um, don't 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 go for it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, don't don't believe their lies. Um, don't trust the internet. Don't do trust uh, Jeb Bush. Do trust Jeb Bush. Yes, he Jeb he has Bush, his debating though. boots on. They're engraved with Jeb on the side. You, know you they... see that photo? <laughs> what? He like before one of the debates, like posted a photo. He's like, I've got my debating boots on tonight, and it was just cowboy boots that said Jeb on the side. That's fucking incredible. Jeb Bush is a gem, man. I hope he runs in twenty twenty. I'll vote for him. I would like <laughs> if there was like no other option. I would vote for Jeb Bush in a heartbeat. I don't, I don't care. I would vote only if he would wear those boots every single day of his presidency. I bet, do you think when he dies, they'll, like, auction those off and they'll go for, like, billions because of the meme? I really hope he, like, when Jeb Bush dies, which hopefully isn't for a while because he seems fairly healthy for an old man. I hope that he gets more honor and more respect than H.W. did because mm. I think he deserves it. I think you just feel bad for him. I think he's a fantastic person in the video when he dropped out of the race of, like, Jeb Bush's best hits are just the most, like, embarrassing moments of a person who should have it all together if he's running for president, just embarrassing himself over and over again. Um, there's, like, one clip where he's, like, trying to put on a hoodie and he, like, gets stuck a little <laughs> bit and he's, like, struggling with it for, like way too long and then when he like pulls it out he his fucking head is like sticking out his hair is kind of goofed up he's the fucking he could have been the leader of the free world he's an adult 13 year old he is yeah and like i guarantee you he like claps before he gets his meals when he's at restaurants like he sees his plate of mozzarella sticks coming up and he's just like <laughs> the fucking is gonna be super loud if jeb bush started a country rock and roll band I would I would listen to it. I would download Jeb their and album. the Jebedites. Jeb and the Jebedites. No, he would do like a collab song with Florida Georgia Line, oh, and no. it would be fantastic. That'd be crazy. Or he'd do like a song. Uh, you know that band Rehab? They're like a Southern hip hop like rock and roll. <laughs> what? Uh, they were. Is it Kid Rock? No, they were like Kid Rock adjacent. Part they were like two. Kid Rock ICP adjacent. Oh, that's I'm pretty sure. Like shit. I don't think they were friends with either of those people, but they were like adjacent sound wise. Mm -hmm. They had one song that you'll probably recognize called uh, I think it was called Sin at a Bar or <laughs> some shit like that. And uh, if you've never heard Sin at a Bar by Rehab, you should listen to it because it's a it's a bop if you like bad music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if Jeb bush did a song with them i i would listen to it i don't think they're a band anymore because i think one of the dudes keeps like popping in and out of prison or uh they might just not be friends anymore i think they've played the gathering of the juggalos i think that's their relation but also like suicide silence played the gathering of the juggalos amir played the gathering of the juggalos a lot of good bands that i like have no shame in admitting that i listen to on incognito mode private browsing on <laughs> spotify <laughs> Don't they're, let they're all they're all juggalo this. approved. Yeah, that's what I do whenever I want to listen to artists that are problematic. Yeah, I just put on private browsing and listen to as much John Lennon as I want. <laughs> listen to a bunch of a uh, bunch of jank, bunch of a uh, front porch step. Uh, who else is a pedophile? I could just name the entire like pop punk genre. <laughs> we should stray away from pedophiles. We got into those last time a little. I feel like every single time. Well, that's We've what happens podcast, when you talk about alternative music. About pedophiles come up. Pedophiles. It's it's kind of you. Look, 
we've been talking about warp tour adjacent bands and that's a whole can of can of can of uh, allegations <laughs> can of allegations get it's... your can of allegations t-shirt yeah <laughs> maybe I just don't thought wear of, that. i just thought of a really bad joke that i'm not gonna fucking say say it uh, Say it. Like, you know those, like, tour shirts where it's, where it's just, like, I got blanked at, like, oh, this shit. Store. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a bad joke. That's a terrible joke that I just thought of Why in my head. Why would you say that? <laughs> just because you coaxed me. <laughs> I was worried about what your fucking mind would come up with uh, yeah. as a alternative joke, but, like... <laughs> just... I got rocked at the Motley Crue <laughs> 1984 tour. Can we? Okay. I got a, And all I got was this t-shirt. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get away from this, because this is bad. I think my laptop finally uh, updated, but I can't really tell, because it's off. So right. I'm gonna... Oh my god. Yeah, my transformer... Trans- transformer. <laughs> my transformer computer is uh, started up again. Uh, you'll probably hear... Oh, it's asking me to log in. You're a parrot. <laughs> I am a this parrot. This whole thing's a parrot. This little user profile. Anyway... I was yeah. gonna say, I think that in the next presidential election, you know how for like Miss America and shit they have the talent show portion. Oh, we yeah. should do that, and then Jeb Bush can play his fucking uh, Rage Against the Machine cover because he's a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, if, he can he can do fucking uh, Killing in the Name of on the harpsichord. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he like I'm sure Jeb Bush like has no musical talent except for like a very obscure thing like he can probably play the harpsichord or like the accordion like he seems like an accordion fellow a fucking accordion covered by jeb bush of killing in the name of (laughs) (laughs) that's my accordion imitation i don't know what accordions sound like really he does the vocals too though yeah he's just like in his fucking debating boots on stage and like at the end, no one claps, and it's kind of sad. If you get a chance, and I think I might have heard this on a different... It might have been the fucking Mega64 podcast, yeah. honestly. But if you look up Rage Against the Machine talent show on YouTube, oh, there's yeah. some fucking gold on there. There's so many some fantastic videos. Gold. Like, so many videos uploaded eight years ago that have, like, 2,000 views, and it's, like insert name of band that lasted for six months doing their cover at the springmont high school <laughs> springmont high school yeah and then it's just like very uncomfortable teenagers wearing like shell necklaces and hurley shirts it's fucking um, awesome there's a few gems thrown in there that are yeah, like actually like, well done there's like this one band that looked like they were from like malaysia or some shit but they sounded really good which one like, is that vocalist. is that the rage against the machine one yeah it was the rage against the yeah. machine the dude actually really sounded like fucking Zach De La Roca. Yeah. I, I like cover stuff as well. Like, I don't like seeing covers live most of the time because mm-hmm. unless it's a bigger band doing it or, like, a band that's, like, good at their instruments, it's fucking, like, the worst thing on the planet. Like, nothing's worse than when, like, a band that's not very big, not very well-known, like, does a cover and just, like... They don't even necessarily have to butcher it, but it can just be, like the environment is not right for it it just gets really awkward because i'd like to say that like a cover song is like what you'd play like towards the end of your set to like something that everyone in the crowd knows to like pump them up or whatever like something that everyone can sing along to or whatever but i've seen like bands cover not even obscure songs but i saw a band cover a like a fallout boy song Uh but to about 15 people and those 15 people did not give a fuck no so it was just uh this pop punk band doing a cover of a sugar going down but no one was singing along and it was really uncomfortable it was a crowd of just like cross-armed fucking dudes that just did not give a shit and the band was having a good time like more power to them they were probably having the time of their goddamn lives but fuck was it uncomfortable um i've seen a band start a cover fuck it up start it again fuck it up again and then decide not to play the cover (laughs) um i'll never forget i went to fucking um warp tour in 2015 i think it was and i don't know what it was it was like one of those like stages that had like the two separate stages yeah i think neck deep was like finishing up over here all right and that's a whole thing yeah I'm not and then this other band was like getting ready so we were getting ready to see that band on the other stage and they're i don't know what band it was yeah but i they opened up with fucking my name is jonas 
And I was like, nope. And we fucking walked away. I was like, no, no, no. That's like of the fucking Weezer songs to cover. Why? Why that one? Like that's the most boring one. <laughs> I, know, I know. I was like, no, this is this is bad. It was a bad cover too. Like it wasn't even good. Like no one could fucking. Play you don't it. remember what band it was. I don't remember what band it was. It was probably like three hundred three. You probably went and saw fucking uh, Escape the Fate. Do they play shit. instruments in three hundred three? No, they can't. They play. They play MacBooks. They, they play, play MacBooks in a microphone with like lime green, like neon wrapped Hell around yeah. it. Yeah, like it it's fucking, fucking two thousand six Paramore. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, dude! I mean, respect. I saw way too many bands that did that back in the day. Um, it was never really cool. Um, I'd like to see a band now that does that just because like I'm so far the po- like past the point of being like angry and jaded about bands that do cringy shit that at this point I don't allow myself to get upset about it I just immediately accept it and just goof it so fucking hard because it's so entertaining to me like that there's bands that like exist and are either that self aware or that just so unaware of what they're doing that they think it's okay <laughs> like just outrageous shit like that in general is always really entertaining to me like even if like they don't like it's not self-aware at all it's just still just like you're fucking putting yourself out there and that's fucking funny to me like they, it, it takes balls it takes it takes, takes balls it takes balls it takes some it takes some cojones some cojones. it's like every person that does karaoke that has like way more like confidence in anything even though most of the time when i see people doing karaoke they're like drunk off their fucking asses it's still just fucking entertaining to me when people do karaoke um what goes through your mind when you're about to go up to do karaoke i've never done karaoke in my life me either what goes through you at home what goes through your mind when you go up to do karaoke yeah are you just like man i'm gonna nail this jimmy buffett song (laughs) i'm gonna nail this jimmy eat world song and everyone's (laughs) gonna know what it is because that's the thing like there's probably a whole level of like thought going to what song do I do because what if yeah. you like do a song that's like a bit too serious and then you're just like kind of the sad person um like uh after a show I booked at like it was the show got over at about about like midnight or so and then that was also karaoke night and night karaoke night karaoke night <laughs> at <laughs> the nart. fucking venue that it, the show was at and so like immediately after the last band played they immediately like fucking loaded up all the karaoke stuff onto it and this was father's day mm-hmm. and so everyone like it was a bunch of like sad like kind of middle-aged dudes and middle-aged women just all just uh all just doing karaoke and i sat and watched karaoke for about two hours because it was that goddamn entertaining um one dude wearing like a button-up and like board shorts uh did that song father of mine and just like was really angry about it so i think he might have had some issues with his father <laughs> i think that was fuck? i think that was his outlook for for his anger against his father was singing father of mine at this karaoke in this bar to about like probably 40 or 50 people that wow. were all just like standing up front and just cheering him on and i was so proud of the dude i was just standing on the side just like fucking just like like fucking hands <laughs> just like like i am in home alone and just put on the aftershave just like laughing my ass off because i was so proud and happy that i was witnessing this um one dude did a rage against the machine rage against the machine wow i cannot fucking speak at all just rage breathe. against the machine song just breathe just breathe the day to remember uh he did a rage against the machine song but like he did the thing where he started off so confident that like he stopped looking at the prompter and then forgot the words and it was just like he had to do the thing where like he was on the other side of the stage and he also like did the thing where he took his glasses off before he started because he was gonna rock out and uh he like tried to like scramble and look over at the prompter because he forgot the words (laughs) and had to run over close to it and like fucking like three inches away from the screen like (laughs) get the lyrics again um it was it was entertaining that was the best way to cap off that night and um i haven't really watched karaoke in any full extent since but i feel like i should but i don't want to like be in an environment where i might get pressured to do it myself because i'm just here for fun i'm not here to like put myself through any like social like anxious trauma so yeah because like the i think it's one of those things like you got to go to karaoke and like not expect to do karaoke but then you're there and you're probably getting like really hammered on some Long Islands. Yeah, some Long Islands. And then yeah. you're like, I'm gonna rock fucking 
you can call me Al. Yeah. I'm just going to rock it because I can do it. Yeah. I'm fucking hammered. You wake up the next day and you're like, did I embarrass myself in front of like all of my friends and family? And they won't remember it either. No, they won't that's either. The, that's the thing. They'll that probably be like, you fucking rock. You were so you good at that Jimmy Buffett song. You fucking rock that Jimmy Buffett <laughs> I, that's the problem. I was the cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> That's the problem. Neither of us drink, so we can't get to that point where, like, we no longer have any reservations, and we're just like, well, let's fucking do this. But I feel like someday I'll be able to do it, and When I'll you're think 40 years old and you have two kids, you're not going to give a shit. Yeah. But, like I said before, there's so much thought going into it. Like, I'd be, I'd be the one that would, uh, I'd do a song, I'm just like, I know the song well, I'll be able to rock the song. Like, it's in my, like, tonal range, but it'll be a song that, like, no one knows, and it'll be a bit too serious. Like, I'll forget <laughs> about, like... I'll forget a line about like suicide or some shit randomly. Yeah, it's gonna be personal Jesus. Yeah, like, that's right in your vocal range. I'll do a fucking uh, Ohio is for Lovers by Hawthorne Heights, <laughs> but the Bobby Shmurda mashup. Oh no! Yeah, I'll that's say good, every word too. Uh, all of the words. All of the words, even the ones that are should not say in public or any at all. Yeah. Uh, that's like my worry that it's just like I'll get on a song I'll think I'm rocking and then I'll get like a moment of clarity and I'm just like fuck and then I'll like start crying and then I'll have to like <laughs> just full fucking emotional yeah that might be good if you're singing a Hawthorne Heights song yeah I'll let go with it yeah I'll just like start rolling on the ground or I'll just like stand like with my legs like pressed together just crying singing a very monotone version of <laughs> Ohio is for lovers go up there and sing a fucking like vaporwave song Sing of it. That's in your vocal range. I could do that. You get it really low. I'll just do. Just uh, I'll do transmission by Joy Division. Do all of Floral Shop. I'll do. I know it's album. over by the Smiths. Oh my God. I'll just do all the depressing eighty songs. Do first of the gang. I could do. I could rock first of the gang today. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I could do that. Like I'll do. I'll character. do Age of Consent by New Order. Oh, shit. <laughs> Isn't that like a nine minute song? I think so. I'll just do the longest <laughs> songs possible that are very repetitive. And I could do Asia Consent because, like, five minutes of that is just, like, the dance beat. So I could just fucking just, like, there's still a line at the end. I gotta, I gotta like, stand through this entire thing. So I just gotta dance. do my, like, slow motion Carlton that I do to New Wave. Yeah. yeah, if you're ever at a New Wave gig, like, if you're, um, if you're not doing what I really want to do, or if you're doing what I really want to do, and you're going to see Cold Cave and Sextile at the Turf Club in Minneapolis... Uh, if you don't know how to dance to new wave or post punk, what you do is um, you kind of just do the Carlton, but at about half speed, and just keep your head just staring at the ground. That's how you dance to new wave. Um, it's the easiest dance. Yeah, if you're at like Journeys or Zoomies or something like that, and the the one Joy Division song that people pretend to know comes on. That's what you need to do. You need to drop your fucking huff socks that you're about to buy. Your huff socks? Yeah, your huff socks and your Drop ass. your rip and dips. Drop your rip and dips. Drop your Santa Cruz drop, board. Drop your Teddy Fresh. <laughs> drop all of that drop stuff. Drop your fucking Santa Cruz board. Yeah. Drop your penny board and just just do that. And um, There's only one know. skateboard that I will buy. Yeah. And it is the original Bam Margera pink heartogram fucking... <laughs> <laughs> him and, inspired yeah if you get that board you can only like have a walkman and have the first him album and like that's all you can listen to yeah. while you're skating it's just him i don't even know if that'd be good skating music i mean it obviously was because bam margera is a very accomplished individual oh, he's nice a meatball he's he's a fucking meatball with like millions of dollars he's a millionaire meatball i'd be a meatball too if i was a millionaire if I was a millionaire, I'd be a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with a million dollars? Uh, become a meatball. Yeah, I became a meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's what I did with my million dollars. That should be Halloween next year. Is meatwad? You're just gonna fucking paint be yourself brown? No, I'm gonna fucking get a bunch of grass-fed ground beef. <laughs> then, like, then you're gonna go on public, and people are just gonna be like, "Oh my god, are you Lady Gaga?" And you, like, oh! then you'll have to respond like meatwad and be like. I can't do a meatwad impression, so I'm putting on you. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, that hurts my throat. I used to be able to do that really well when I was like 10. Yeah, that like hurts. That's growing up. Well, I guess this is growing up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what growing up is, is you can't do meatwad impressions anymore. I can't I, do meatwads. I can't do a somersault. You can't do a somersault? No. I can't do a somersault either. I, I don't even know what a somersault, like, is composed of. Like, is that just, like, rolling? Yeah. You ever done okay, a fucking somersault? Do, I've never done a somersault. Are you crazy? Are you can, on your mind? I can do a cartwheel. It's I can That's do it about bullshit. as well as Creed from The Office, but I can do a cartwheel. Cartwheels are bullshit, but only because I can't do... I've never been able to do a cartwheel. Can you do a back handspring? Yes. I don't know what no, the back handspring is. Either. All I know is that, like, when I was in middle school, all the, like, vaguely athletic girls, like, we'd be in gym class, and, like, I wouldn't say anything, and then a girl would just be like, I can do a back handspring. And I'd be like, uh, okay. And then she'd do it and, like, kind of butcher it, and I'd be like, uh, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, like, sit in the corner with my books... Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna play kickball and like, read goosebumps get hit here. in the face and get really upset about it because I was a wuss. Um, <laughs> We've devolved into middle school, high school talk. Yeah, what was your favorite band in middle school? My favorite band in middle school? Yeah, in middle school. What would you say was your favorite band? Uh, fuck. Oh my god. I uh, could give you my top five easy. I can't, it's so hard. Give me your top five, and then okay. I'll tell you. Number one, Blink-182. <laughs> Number two, A Day to Remember. <laughs> Number three, Devil Wears Prada. Number four, A Mirror. Number five, The Acacia Strain. Uh, that would have been, so middle school, like let's say seventh grade, that would have been 2010, 2011. So that was about at the height of those bands, or like towards the end of the height of those bands. Um... Yeah, I can't say I've listened to any of those in my free, like, of my free decision for more than, like, five, the second that it takes to, like, be like, oh shit, and then, like, grab my phone and, like, switch it to something else when my music is on shuffle. I can't say I've done that in the last, like, two years, but it's fine. Okay. I got mine. You got yours? I remember. Okay. So my favorite bands in middle school? Yeah. This is funny. Him was one of my favorite bands in middle school. Fuck yeah, it was. Slipknot. Oh, oh hell yeah. Slipknot. I respect. Uh, Slipknot I, was probably like my number five, honestly. I listened to a lot of Between the Buried and Me. Let's respect that you had a high IQ for a middle schooler that you were able to <laughs> you were able to comprehend those gent riffs. Uh, fucking uh, Duran Gray. Duran Gray. It's a Japanese band. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty good. I've I've heard the name, but I don't think I've ever listened to them. And then I listened to a lot of Propagandi in, like, 8th grade. Propagandi's cool. Yeah, right. That was about when I, like, started getting into my 90s skate punk phase, where I just listened to a bunch of NoFX and fucking a lot oh, of shit. anti-flag, a lot of suicide machines and vandals and a bunch of stuff that's not good. I got into, like, a lot of, like, I don't know, around that time, too, was, like, my 80s exploration, or, like, like early punk stuff. Yeah. I like, listened to a lot of Black Flag. That's when I listened to a lot of, like, Dead Kennedys and, like, the Germans oh, yeah. and stuff. I don't know. I was definitely, like, when I first got in on stuff, it was, like, Misfits, Black Flag, Minor Threat, um, which, like, my relationship with hardcore is really weird because I, like, discovered that self stuff way after I had found the bands that, like, were obviously, like, super inspired by them or, like, were the root of the genre of bands that I enjoyed, because mm-hmm. I remember, like, having, like, the MTV2 Headbangers Ball CD from, like, 2000 that, like, ha- like hate breed and fucking, like... On Broken Wings and Most Precious Blood. You were <laughs> Did you fucking hear that? Okay, y'all weren't able to hear it. <laughs> what the fuck was I think that? someone was doing a Jimmy Buffett song next door. <laughs> Some fucking operatic, like, vibrato motherfucker off in the distance just did a... Oh. <laughs> what the fuck was that? that, that that's a good way to end oh. this. Holy shit. That's a really good way to fucking end this fucking clusterfuck of a podcast. I know. Uh, we, we covered a lot today. We covered a lot today. We didn't really talk about anything. It's fine. I think people just want to feel like they're hanging out with someone. Sure. You. Everyone wants. Everyone wants a prize for feeling. <laughs> that's. That's it. That's it. Hey. Uh, don't forget to follow us on. Yeah. Twitter. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ysltpod on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jackson Buns. J-A-C-K-S-O-N-B-U-N-Z. And you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Pearl Jam is Jizz. That's Pearl Jam. Like the Eddie Vedder band. Yeah. And then Jizz. Is like, Jizz. Like or is it Pearl Jam Jizz? What? Pearl Jam is Jizz? Pearl Jam is Jizz. Okay. Because it is. That's, that's his. 
Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to subscribe. Maybe leave a review if you want. Talk shit if you want. I don't care. Talk shit. Yeah, talk shit. I honestly welcome the interaction because I'm lonely. Um, if you're listening on SoundCloud, uh, give us a follow. And if you're listening on Google Play, I don't know how because we haven't been approved yet. We're working on it. We're working on it. It is going up. It's going eventually. places. Going places. The Herb Alper and the Tijuana Brass album with Spanish Fly on it. <laughs> Thank All you right. for listening. Thank you. Have a good one. Levels are being tested. Levels are being tested. Yeah. That's, uh... We might have to just raise the two or three decibels like last time. That's fine. Uh. Ah! What? Yippee! Hop up a paw. Hypo. Lipo suction. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. What you uh, got there in the picnic biscuit? Bit of picnic biscuit? Snacks. Yeah, snacks. You got them, uh, combos. Combos? <laughs> you got them, uh, <laughs> seven layer dip. Ooh.